Okay. So we're looking at the Mishnah on Daf Samardalad Amadalaf, which is a Mishnah which we're quite familiar with. We read it every Arab Pesach in the afternoon before Mincha, after Mincha, actually. We go to the Seder of Karban Pesach. And overall, that's the Mishnah that we're learning over here. Halfway down the page, the Mishnah starts off, HaPesach Nishchat Besholish Kitais. How many people need to be in the Azara when the Karm Pesach is being shechted? So the Mishnah tells us we need to have three groups. And we'll see more details about this in the Gemara. Where do we see that it needs six, three groups? Shenema, kol kahal adas Yisrael. The three words, kahal, the aid of Yisrael, tells us there needs to be three groups. Mishnah continues. The first group comes in, the Azara became full, then they locked the doors of the Azara, they closed the doors of the Azara, they blew Tchias, then they blew Trua, then they blew Tchia again. The Koyanim stand in the Azara, rows and rows of Koyanim, the Gemara will later discuss why we have these rows of Kayanim. And they have containers, I don't know if you call it cups or another term for the containers. Some of them were silver, some of them were gold. Shuro Shakula Kesef Kesef. You had one line of Kayanim who all of their cups were silver. Vishuro Shakula Zahav, you had another row that were all gold. So they alternated, one row was gold, one row was silver, one row was gold, one row was silver. Like that you have a nice nice design of the blend of the gold and silver one after another. The, the gold and silver were not mixed together, they were separate lines. And these cups did not have a base at the bottom. They were narrow at the bottom and they couldn't sit down. Shemo Yanichim Adam to prevent anyone from putting the cups down, which will therefore result in the uh, blood congealing. Go through some of the Rashi's. First Rashi in the Mishnah, HaPesach Nishchat V'Sholish Kitois, Sagrashi Pitzchit Tzibur. Bein Shehat Tzibur Mu'otin V'yachoyilin Nishochit Kulam V'Vasachas, Mitzvah Licholik, even if you have a lot of people there and they're able to to shackle together, it's better to split it into three groups. The Gemara will later discuss how we plan to make sure that we're going to have the three groups or whether we need to plan for it. Big spoons, big containers to receive the blood. The more will explain why you had the one row, why you had the rows, and why you had them different colors. The cups did not have a base. The wide ones, wide base in Malmata. The bases were sharp, narrow. They won't be able to sit on the earth. They won't be able to put them down. Put them on the floor, on the floor until they receive other blood. Because there are a lot of cups, a lot of blood. 
they might forget the cops and leave them on the floor. The Yikarish Adam, the blood will congeal. And you won't be able to throw the blood. There's an interesting comment I heard from my father about the three groups. We see right here from the past, you need to have three groups. It says somewhere in the Gemara that those who came to the third group were known as Kat Atzlonin, the lazy group, the lazy ones. And the question is asked, if it needs to be three groups, why are you calling the last guys lazy? Not as if they woke up late. That is the plan. That is the structure. It needs to be with three groups. But although that is, it's needed to have three groups, why do you need to be the slow one, the lazy one, the one coming in late? It needs to be three. There'll be other people. You, you try to come first, come early. And that's just a, a side comment, which another leads to another discussion. We'll go back to the Mishnah inside. We're holding the third of the wide lines of the Mishnah. Shachat Yisrael a Yisrael would shecht the animal. The kibel hakoyin, the coin would receive the blood. he gives the cup to his friend. The one next to him, and the one friend gives it to the next friend. The one will send, and I will explain. So the the there's a chain of people, a human chain, going from where the animal is being shechted until the mizbeach. And the blood is being passed through this human chain from the animal until it reaches the Mizbeach. Now, the, the cups would be poured on the Mizbeach, but then passed back. If a coin is standing on the road and he's being passed an empty cup from one side or a full cup on the other side, from the other direction, which one does he take first? Does he first bring back the empty cup for the next animal or first take the full cup to go to the Mizbeach? And the answer is what we see over here is that you first take the full cup, which is on the way to doing a mitzvah, and only afterwards you go and take the empty cup, which is for a mitzvah that's not yet happening, but just for a later stage. Let's look at the Rashi. That's the second of the wide lines. Shochat Yisrael. Does the Shochat have to be a Yisrael? The Rashi, no. Im Yitzah. If a Yisrael wants, he's allowed to shecht. can be done by someone who's not a koyin. However, the kibel hakoyin, the koyin receives the blood of Gashi. Kibel hakoyin adam babozach mitzavad hatle. The koyin will receive the blood in the cup from the neck of the animal. The koyin gives it to his friend. They're standing in a line on Talim the coin will receive the full cup from the one who's giving it to him. And returns the empty one that comes back from him, from the one who already poured the, the cup. The coin takes the actual cup and pours it. Or throws the blood from the cup. But he doesn't dip his finger in it and give it from the finger. The only cup, the only animal where the blood is given or uh, poured through dipping the finger in into the cup and then putting on the mezbeach, that is only by karmachatas. All other 
Carbonus, the blood is poured or thrown from the cup directly onto the Mizbeach. Where do we put the blood opposite where the Yesoid is? On the two directions of the Mizbeach had a level, a lower level called the foundation level. The coin doesn't throw the blood onto the Yesoid, he throws it onto the wall of the Mizbeach. But that comes down and falls down onto the Yisoid, which is the lowest Yisoid. You don't have a Yisoid on all directions. You don't have it on the north or on the west. Therefore, when you say that there needs to be a place where there is the Yisoid. Let's move back to the Mishnah and we are Holding at the the sixth line, fifth line, at the end of the fifth line of the wide lines. Yotsa katri shoyna, the first group, kat means a group, the first group leave the azara, benichnasa katshnia, the second group enter. Yotsa shnia, then the second one leaves, benichnasa shlishis, the third one comes in. Kumaise hari shoyna, kachmaise shnia vashlishis. Just like the, the same way that the first one does it, the same way the second and third will also do it. Koro as hahalal, they lay read the halal during the procedure of shechting and bringing the karm pesach. The koyinim would sing halal. There's actually a whole discussion about this whether it's the koyin or the levi who are the ones who who sing the halal. And in the Rebbe's Haggadah, the Rebbe wrote one way. I don't recall if it's the koyin or the levi. And they had a whole correspondence with Rabbi Zevin back and forth discussing which one is it because it's, there are other sources which seem to suggest differently, and it ever goes to prove how, exactly which way it should be, whether it's the Koenim or the Levim. Back to the text inside. Kodos, Ahal, they read, that, read the Halal. In Gomer, if they finish reading the Halal, Shona, they repeat it a second time. In Shona, if they finish a second time, Shilesho, they would repeat it a third time. However, the Gemara, the Mishnah comments, Afal Mayhem, they never actually did it a third time. It never took them so long to finish bringing all the carbonas that it should take the koinim, uh, that they should need to start a third time saying the hala. adds another point. When it comes to the third group, which are obviously the smallest group, because everyone wants to be there right in the beginning, or at least hopefully, so by the third group, they never even finished halal the first time. By the time everyone finished, they would reach the about halfway through, and we say we get to a hafti. That's how far the those saying the halal got. And by the time they reached that point, everyone had already finished bringing the carbonus because there were so few people in the third group. Rashi. We're looking at the Rashi seven lines in the wide lines. All as we've described earlier in the first group. We repeat it for the second and third group. Although Rashi tells us that although the idea of reading Halal is only told, mentioned to us after the third group, but nevertheless, all this is referring to all three groups. They would all Read the halal, or read by all three groups. Rashi continues. Im gomru shono. So Rashi, kshoyu maschilim 
lishchoid. When they would start reading, when they start shechting, sorry, then they would start reading. Maschil and Then they would start reading. And they drank the time of the Shechita until they finished shechting, until they finished their halal. There's still many people who need the Shech. They read it a second time. If they finish a second time as well, they still haven't finished the carbon. They haven't finished the whole group, hasn't finished bringing the carbon. They would then read it a third time. Each group would do the same story. So even though it never happened that they actually needed to say it a third time, there are a lot of koinim available to deal with the Zirik Saddam and the processing the Karbanas. They quicken their job, their work. But we heard that's another point, that when it comes to the third group, they never managed to get even halfway through Halal and they'd already finished all of the processing the Karbanas. Rashi specifies that even they didn't manage even the first time to get to the whole uh, the whole hall. Let's continue in the inside. We're holding at that's about seven lines before the end of the page, six lines before the end of the page. The same way that was done. In the weekday, that is the way it was done on Shabbos. The koinim would wash the floor of the azara, although Chacham were not actually happy about that, that they would uh, that they wash the floor. Rashi doesn't tell us why Chacham were not happy about that. And when we read the card, say the Karpesach and Pesach, we also mention about the cleaning the floor, although perhaps not about Shabbos. Let's see Rashi. How would they clean the floor of the Azara? It's quite an interesting setup. You need to say just take them up in a bucket and start washing the floor. But actually over here they had a different system which is built in into the floor because there was a stream of water which goes through Harhabais. It apparently goes under the Kredish Akadashim goes through the Azara and goes out, somehow connects to Nachal Kidron, if I'm not mistaken. Go to the old, the ancient city of Yerushalayim, in Ir David. So there's the water streams over there, and somehow these connect. The stream of water goes through the Azara. When they want to wash the Azara, they block the hole as it goes out. By blocking the exit of the water, the water starts piling up. Now you have plenty of water on the floor. And then it was much easier to wash the floor. Then you can wash the floor. The whole floor was a marble. Then they open the hole. All the water will pour out. Because on Arab Pesach there was so much blood on the floor from all the carbonates, then they would need to wash it right after this, the carbonates are finished. The Kainim would do it on Shabbos, although Chacham were not happy about that. Before we go further, I'd just like to look briefly at the Toysfus. The Toysfus, the last one on this page, Kodo Es Ahalon, Toysfus, Pirish, 
Levim. The Levim were the ones who would read the Halal. The Tanya, but they said, says in the Sefta, is Shal or Levim, Koinu et Halal. You see clearly that the Levim are the ones who would read the Halal. We'll leave the rest of this for now. Back to back to the Mishnah. We're holding five lines from the end of the page. Rabbi Yehuda Oimeh. Rabbi Yehuda Oimeh kuis hoyomemale midam hataroives. He would fill up a cup from the blood which from the blood which is on the floor when they, when they're cleaning up the gashi. Rabbi Yudha says that they would collect a cup from the blood which is all mixed together and take from that blood and throw it onto the Mizbeach. But Chacham do not agree with this idea of taking an extra cup and throwing it on the Mizbeach. But all of this will be discussed in more detail in the Gemara. The mission continues, three lines from the bottom. And how would they hang and skin the animals? They had metal hooks on the walls and on posts where they would use, they would hang and skin the animal using those hooks. Those people do not have a spare hook available for them. There were thick and smooth sticks available. So every two people can take such a stick, put the stick across their two shoulders between one person and the next, and hang the animal on that, and then skin it based on that. I'm going to turn over the page. Loza says, Yudalad Shechol, just a second to load the next page. Okay, if Er Pesach falls out on Shabbos, Maniach Yodai al Kasachar put his hand on the shoulder of his friend, Viat Khabira al Ksefoy, and each they they'd lock hands with each other, each one put their hand on his other was the other one's shoulder. And like that, Vatoila Omafshit. They would hang the animal and skin it. Why would they why would they skin it in that way on Shabbos and they would not use the sticks? They can't prepare the sticks on Shabbos. But how would they hang the animal when they're oh, it's on their hands? They would somehow tie it with the sinews of the legs of the animals. Someone would use that to tie the animal on the respective arms. The mission continues, Kroi, they tear the animal, Rahoitzias Imurman take out the parts that need to go on the Mizbeach, Nusone Bemegis is put into a bowl, the Hiktiran al Gabi Mizbeach, and bring them onto Mizbeach. Yotza Katri Shoina, when it happens on Shabbos, where does everyone do? Everyone has their animals, 
and they're not allowed to carry in Yerushalayim. So what do they do with that, all the animals? The first group, the first group sits in Harabayas. The second group, which obviously is a smaller, hopefully is a smaller group, they're going to sit in the area between the Azara and the outer Harabayas, the area which is called the Chel, the smaller area surrounding the Azara. The third group stays in its place in the Azara, and they wait until nightfall, when it gets dark at night, Yotsu would solo as Pisrehen, they'd go out and roast the carbons, the animals. So we've finished the Mishnah. Uh, I'd like to hear whether we should continue to finish the Ahmed or go through the whole Ahmed or to leave that for, I guess, Sunday. Hello? Someone start? Yeah, you can go ahead. It's recording. Very good. Okay. So we're looking at the Gemara at the beginning of Samachdalad Amad base, and we're going to be analyzing the points we just learned in the Mishnah. The Mishnah told us that we bring the carbon Pesach in three groups. Why in three groups? Because we saw in the Pasuk, Kohol ve'edav Yisrael. Kahal Adas Yisrael told us it's three different groups. We're going to look a bit more carefully at this and see another side to this halacha. So the Gemara Amar of Yitzchok the Pesach would only be shechted with three groups. But each group needs to have 30 people. They needed to have 30 people in each group. Where do we get this from? My timer. Why do, why, what is the reason for this? It says in the Pesach those three terms. It is a doubt for us whether these all these three groups need to be at the same time or one after another. What's the solution? Therefore, we take three groups. Each one has 30 people. How does that help us? If the three groups need to be simultaneously then can we have that? Because you have 30 people. 30 people is three groups of 10. If the mitzvah is that there should be three groups, not simultaneous, but one after another, you have that as well. So if we have 90 people, three groups, each one is 30. So whichever way you look at it, we have Kohol the Both each individual group has three groups within it. And we have three groups as in 10, 10 and 10. Three groups, one after another. Because this is the rationale behind having three groups of 30, there's actually another solution which we could also do. The Gemara continues, Hilkoch, therefore, if there are 50 people, we could also manage. Why? You have 30 people, they go in and they do it. Then, 10 more people, you have, you have a group of you have 50 people in total. 30 go in, they do it. So we've certainly covered both sides. You have, it's one group, so it's group number one, but you're having it 30 people. Now for the next group, 10 new people come in and 10 go out. For the second and third group, 
10 of the first ones go out and then two, 10 new ones come in. And as a result, we have three groups, one after another, but at each given moment, you have 30 people in the Azara, so we have the idea of the three at the same time. What do we do if we only have 30 people? I don't remember whether we'll prioritize having having them all at once and having that advantage or splitting them into three and having that advantage. I seem to remember that the Rambam actually discusses this in in the Halachas, in Halachas Kampesach. If someone's sitting with a Gemara, if you could check the English from the previous page, just to see which page the Rambam would be looking at, what the Halach would be. Someone tell me what, which page the Rambam would be looking at? Or anyone just uh, the English from the end of the previous page. I think this is actually in Perik Aleph of Karm Pesach. If you look at Karm, the Rambam Hilchus Karm Pesach, Perik Aleph, Halacha Yud Aleph. For your pochus, if there were less than fifty people, what do we do? So he says, Lachatchila, actually, don't shach the Karm Pesach. But if you did, if you did everyone at the same time, then it's kosher. So it looks like they were just. Why do we have three groups of 30 each? We have a doubt. Where they all need to be at the same time. Three groups of 10 each. Therefore, we need three groups. Dilma Bazakhaz in case means to be one after another. Michel Shlishim being and we do of thirty, Dilma Vasakas come in case it should be all the same time. You cannot shecht when it's less than thirty people. If you have fifty people, then you could Bizagarshi Banun Sagi Aini Shlishim if you have fifty people then first thirty go in Bereshi Vashikh of Isaiam that them should shecht their carbon. But then when Nafya Solomon I have Aini Yud Khadoshim. Ten people go out and another ten go in. Like this again, even if it's fifty people, you still have three groups and thirty by each group. Are there any questions about what I've said so far? If not, then we'll move on. The third of the wide lines, Nichnasakatri Shaino, Sakimara Itman. What happens after when when people come in? Do we block people from coming in to the first group in order to make sure that there's enough people for the second and third group? Or do we allow everyone to just go in and just hope for the best? That there'll be more people, there'll be latecomers who will be coming for the second and third group. And what we have over here is a machlikas between Abaya and Rava. Abaya says that the doors would just Closed by itself, or people finish coming in, the doors are closed. Rava says that they would consciously go and uh, close the door in order to make sure that you don't have more people coming in and you have them left for the next group. Let's read this inside. It's my buyer or my nin According to Abaya, the door's closed pretty much by itself. You see, Rashi? Nin olin tanan, may elain from themselves, they close by themselves. And my sinisim, Rashi says it's a nest. That they close on their own. Rava Omar, 
No Yalintsa. They would block it. They would close on the road. Say the Gemara Bible Naihu. What is the difference between between two opinions? It could be Naihu and the Mismach and Nisa. The difference is whether we could rely on a Ness. Point to a Baye Oma Nina Lutnan, Kamu the Ailo, Mai Malo, Basamchin and Nisa. Point to a Baye, whoever is there, let them go in and we'll rely on a Ness. There'll be more people coming. I mean, it's interesting that he attributes a Ness to the idea of late comers coming in afterwards. But so that's the way Abayah looks at it. Rava says they actually consciously close the door and do not rely on the nest. The Gemara brings an interesting story. I want to first read the Rashi, which describes the story, and then read the Gemara inside. Apparently, there was an interesting discussion with Akavya ben Mahalalo in Masechta Adias. He Paskin a certain halacha, which I'm not really familiar with exactly what halacha is. Maybe someone will want to fill it in. But people didn't like what he paskined, and they put him in a nidoy. They excommunicated him for his ruling. And if Yehuda responds, how could you say that a kavya was put into excommunication for the nidoy? Jain Azoran in Ellis when the Azor would be closed on Arab Pesach, there was no one there greater in Chochmah and Yireh than, uh, than Akavya. And therefore, he's such a great person, how could you put him in any day? But what we see here is a passing comment is about the doors being closed or locked, and Akavya was the greatest person there. Were the doors consciously locked, like Rava says, or were they locked on their own, closed on their own, like Abayah says, let's look at the Gemara inside. The line starts with the word Vahoditnan, Omar Rabbi Yehuda, Chas V'Sholem, Sha'akavi V'Malalon Nisnado, Rabbi Yehuda corresponding in Gemara, Masech Na'idius, Chas V'Sholem, that he was put into Nidui, She'in Azar in Elif, Al-Kol Adam Yitzchol V'Chochom V'Ida, Rabbi Yehuda said, Ka'akavi V'Malalon. When the gates were closed, there was no one greater than Ka'akavi V'Malalon. Abaya will put the wording into the Mishnah his way, and Rava will put the wording his way. Abaya metaisla tamei ein bazara b'shoshen min alo al kolodom b'yisrael mechachmei yashet kekavim malalo. There was no one there when it closed. There was no one that was greater. Him, Rava metaisla tamei ein bazara b'shoshen noyalin ois al kol yisrael mechachmei yashet Rava says when they would consciously close it, they'll be known as great as Akavim Malal. So we brought this Mishnah which makes reference to the closing of the doors, but that cannot uh, be used as a proof either for Abaya or for Rava. They could both learn it to fit their opinion. We have another few interesting stories over here. It must be an interesting situation when there's so many thousands of Yidna and all Gans Kali still coming to Azar all the same day within a couple of hours. But sometimes it could be a bit of a overcrowded. It can get a bit dangerous. The Gemara Ton Rabbanu Lantana Braisa Me Oilam Lainismaich on the Bazar never was a person squashed in the Azara, and others crushed in the Azara from all the amount of people. Chutz me Pesach Echel besides once a year by Karm Pesach. There was one older person who got crushed over that. They called that Pesach the squashed Pesach. 
because of some of the gashi al shemish nismech, some was squashed over there. So that Pesach was known as the squashed Pesach. We're soon going to see about another Pesach, which is not Pesach Mu'uchin, but Pesach Mu'ubin. What is that? Toner Abonon, Pamachas, Bikish Agripas Melech, Litain Eino Be'uchlese Yisrael. How do we take a survey, a, a statistic of how many didn't exist, how many didn't were living in Yisrael? Agripas is one of the kings after the Hashemunayim. He wanted to get a, an idea of how many didn't there were. He tells the Kohen Godel, keep an eye out on the quantity of Korban Pesach that get processed. How do they do that? Not al kulio mikol echod. They took, I think, what is a kidney? Perhaps it's not, but that's what I think. They took a kulio from each Korban Pesach and they counted the, these kulios. How many were they? There were 600,000 pairs of clients. Which is a double amount of people that left Mitzrayim. Besides those people who are not able to bring Korban Pesach. Now, we know how many Korbanists there were, but how many people are associated with those carbons. No Pesach had less or more than 10 people. So you had a maximum of 10 people per per carbon Pesach. So you have a million and 200,000 multiplied by close to 10. So we're looking at 12 million. Looking at 12 million even at that time. And therefore, that year where there was that survey, that census, that was called the thick, the big Pesach. There was a lot of people, therefore, like a wide, the thick Pesach. Very nice story about the census, but how do you take that part of the animal? That part of the animal needs to go into the bear. not They took that part of the animal. They need to bring on the mizbeach. After they took the whole lot of them and brought them on the mizbeach. But you can't mix different carbonas together. You shouldn't mix the two fats one with another. Everything one of the makta, the hada makta, the huchada chada, that they'll they'll bring all of these kulios one after another, so not all together. Everything one of the we learned in the brayse veiktidom sheikule keechod. They would the zagashi kol imonishal carbon. All of the fat, all of the parts of the animal that go into the mizbeach need to be brought to the mizbeach at the same time. Not separate parts and bring it now and part bring it later. Therefore, we need to find another solution. What they did for the census, they didn't take all of these colleagues and set them aside and then count the colleagues. Every time there would be, for every animal, they would take the colleague and there would be someone standing with a bag of beans. And for every colleague that he was given, he would put a bean into the bag 
and give the Koli right back to the person who's bringing the carbon. The Gashi, they would just take the Kolia, and they would take the Kolia, and then he would exchange it for something else, and put something else into the bag, in order to count. Let's see the Rashi. He grabs a Kolia, he shows it to the agent who's dealing with the counting, and the agent would put a bean or a, a stone into the bag against that. In, in exchange for that Kolya and give the Kolya right back to the owner. I'll go a little bit further. We said about the cups for the blood that they had the rows of Koyanim. Koyanim, is my time and why they have these rows? Why do they have separate rows for the gold and silver? Is it because you're concerned that they might take a gold one before the silver one, or the other way around, the Gashi. He named Dumak Shemach the Rekan Makabal Amal, is in the Mach the Rekan Shalzov, Makabal Shalkas Amalim, we read them with Kodesh. We have a concern. If you're going to have the different colors in the same row, the person might be first giving back a, a gold cup to get that one filled and then receiving a silver cup to get filled, and therefore he's going down from gold to silver, and in anything of position to go up, not go down. Maybe that's the problem with having mixed lines of both gold and silver. That's why they need it to be separate. Everything about it, that's not the reason for it. What's the proof? Because the same problem you're going to have, even if you have a straight row of either gold or silver, we have the same problem that they might take a, a empty one before the full one. They have the same problem. It's just nicer to have uh, silver and gold rows separate lines. It just comes across much nicer. Kamar continues, the cups are not vases to sit on. All of the cups in, in the basement do not have vases. Besides the cups of the of the spoons of the levoina, which is certainly lechem upon him, shemoyanichum beyifrois halechem. Those ones would make sure to have a wide, a wide base, that they shouldn't come to put the cups to lean them against the bread, and they'll end up causing the breads to break, the lechem upon to break if you're going to put the cups leaning on it. Therefore, those ones had a strong base. Mark continues. We learned in the mission that Yisrael would shaft and the coin would receive the blood. It must be a Yisrael to shaft. Where do we get that idea from? And this itself is what he's telling us. That a czar, a non coin may perform the shechita. Why do you need to tell us that the coin receives it? Obviously, the coin needs to receive the blood. This is what he's telling us. From the stage of receiving the blood and further, that must be by the coin. One coin passes it to the other one. Here, this triggers an interesting question. There are, there are certain certain roles that need to be carried out in the base of English. There is the shechita, there is Kabbalah Saddam receiving the blood, there is bringing the blood from the place of the animal to the Mizbeach. Then there is throwing the blood on the Mizbeach, and then there is sacrificing the animal. 
this idea that they'll just pass from one to the other suggests that bringing the blood to the Mizbeach does not require uh, movement by foot. Because we see that the coin would just we see that the coin would would just pass it to the other one. And therefore that raised the question There is the question, Shamat Minoch, from here we learn, that if you're carrying something not by foot, that's considered Hilacha. And if you think, well, no, and they did move. They don't know denied Porta. Maybe they would actually move a little bit. Then why do you have four rows? Well, my Kamash the idea is they have a lot of people there, and that's much more respectful, honorable for the king that we have a large crowd involved, and rather than just having one coin running back and forth. For the blood. Mission continues. That he was first received the full cup and only then take an empty one. We don't want to pass over a mitzvah. So when you have a full cup and an empty cup, the full cup that's a mitzvah in your hand, go do that before t- returning the empty cup. I think we're going to stop over here and let's see if we can continue on Sunday. Okay, I hope things are clear. Okay. Sorry. Hello. Okay, Hello. Okay, Yeah. yeah. 